Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we watch, watch films, films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we will be bringing you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers, review sweat on online series as a stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology from CastBox, a new app that's available via Android for your podcast and entertainment needs. It's the one-stop shop for taking your podcast on the go. Hello there, welcome to Geek Sweat. Um, this week we're going to be talking about um, American uh, comedy series called The Righteous Gemstones. Uh, joining me to talk about this is Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, and, hi. Uh, sorry? <laughs> said, hi, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you. Um, and... Uh, MKH, good to hey, see you. Hey, hi, hi everyone. Thank you for having me, Stephen. Why is everyone That's talking right. like we're shouting down the tunnel? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, how are you anyway, Stephen? I'm all right, thanks. I'm not too bad. Excellent. Uh, that's always good to hear. Haven't still haven't seen you in the new year, and I guess you're just refusing to show show your video link. So, um, yep, that <laughs> doesn't make me happy. <laughs> you know what? In these in these worrying times, somehow Stevens made himself a wanted man. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what that's why he's playing the poker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to keep him off his back. <laughs> I win. I promise. I win. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay so we're here to talk about righteous gemstones righteous gemstones is a show uh from uh, danny mcbride danny mcbride is um famous for basically playing the same guy and everything that he's in um he started probably his biggest I, I know he was in a film first but i haven't seen that film the film he was in where he kind of um got his uh tv deal from Wait, uh, what? Do you know which uh, Danny McBride? Do you know the film yeah. he was in? Um, oh, Danny McBride. I know he was in Tropic Thunder. That's it. That's the one. That's how he got his um, TV deal. Through that film. Tropic Thunder? Because that was a yeah, little yeah. while ago. Yeah, that's a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But he's done, this is like his third TV series. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, because he did Eastbound and Down, didn't he? Eastbound and So he, he went in a series of doing in TV gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's burning down this kind of a modern classic. He played a character called um, uh, Kenny Powers, a kind of washed-up baseball star. Um, and and he, he always kind of plays the same character, a guy who doesn't really censor what he's saying. He's kind of he's kind of inoffensively racist and sexist and all those things. And um, he's just like a like a he's a southern. A bit of a redneck is what you want to yeah, say. Southern, he's a redneck, yeah. But the thing is, I think um, in a, he did a film called The Foot Fist Way in uh, 2006 where he was just like the worst martial arts instructor you could possibly imagine, like out of weight, out of shape, bad timing and just like heckling, heckling his students instead of teaching them how to fight. Yeah, that's so, yeah. his wife was cheating yeah. with one of the parents of the children, yeah, that's yeah. why. Um, but really yeah. Those characters. Yeah, I, I really liked him in Thirty Minutes or Less. That was another film with uh, Jesse, who's Lex Luthor. Um, Jesse, the the, the, the Social guy. Network. Jesse yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and the guy from Master of None. Um, the Aziz. Yeah. Yeah, Aziz. Yeah. So yeah, they starred in that film together. But the reason he plays a southern guy because he's actually southern, isn't he? Like he's actually from 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. mean, he plays kind of dumb redneck, but with a tremendous amount of confidence. Uh, all yeah. his characters are, 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 are tremendously uh, um, sure in their own abilities. Um, so in um, in uh, in East Van Down, he was the washed up baseball star, and then in Vice Principals, his next comedy, he was a vice principal, obviously, and now. In uh, East Van Down, he plays a preacher from a, a preacher family, the Gemstone family, that led by uh, John Goodman as yeah. Doctor Eli Gemstone. And John Goodman's obviously He's famous like, uh, from uh, Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's ever happened to the other half of John Goodman, but he <laughs> was actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think two. Oh, now he's just kind of split off into two different life forms, and mm. then he gets double the amount of acting work, I suppose. So that's <laughs> a bit of a so he the 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 uh, patriarch. Um, his wife is well, thing. It's been a couple of months since I watched it. His wife died, didn't she? Yeah, um, yeah, she did. Yes, yeah, she's dead. By E.B. And they have so they have three children. One, Danny McBride plays Jesse. And then you got Adam Devine as uh, is it Kevin. Devine or Devine? Devine, Kevin. No, no Devine. Yes, Devine because he, I think he's a YouTube or um, I definitely <laughs> he's definitely on the independent scene star. Um, oh yeah, he's in Pitch Pitch Perfect as well. Um, but yeah, Devine, I think his name is. Oh, I made a mistake. So Edie Patterson is Judy Gemstone, the sister. Cassidy Freeman is Amber Gemstone, the deceased wife. Okay, okay, and then they got um, so Eddie Patterson plays Judy Gemstone, the, the sister, who's yeah. a little bit, um, a little bit deranged and sexually um, repressed, sexually <laughs> repressed. This very, <laughs> I love her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> so, so, some of them revealed a bit too much there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, no, fair dudes. <laughs> and uh, Walt, Walt in Goggins as a baby Billy Freeman, who's um, he's amazing, the dead lover's brother, who used yeah. to be in a in a sort of a Christian country rock uh, duet with her, yeah, the brother and the sister. Miss, Mr. Goggins, obviously from um, Django. Django Unchained oh is he I've only ever seen him in stuff that um, Danny McBride does I've never Uh, seen him in anything um, yeah he was in Django yeah yeah there was a TV series a while ago in the 2000s called The Shield and he was like a corrupt cop on screen killing other cops and being out drug dealers he's a very good actor I I really he's a very good comedy actor and I think he was in one of the Jason Bournes as well like um He's like in the Born Supremacy. I think he played one of the analysts. He's he's in Hateful Eight as well. Yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah. So he's. Say that again. Even though his fringe is receding at a lot, an alarming rate, he's a very versatile actor. Oh wait a minute! I've seen him. He's in Community, isn't he? He plays the lawyer who yeah, yeah. Um, gives out Pierce's will. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, he's really good. I, I quite like him. Yeah. So okay. So it's funny. I mean, the structure of the show is a little bit reminiscent of Succession, in that you got. I mean, done in a kind of crazy way. But you have the patriarch, and then you have the three children who are all kind of after his, you know, all trying to kind of succeed him as the um, you'd like to be next in charge of all the churches. 
Yeah, it's two um, empires, isn't it? One's for the media and this one's for religion, more or less, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. state as well, real estate. Yeah. Um, so we follow them through. I mean, you you two have probably seen it uh, more recently than I have. So you mm. can maybe help me out here. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? I, I found it to be like a very interesting project because I was thinking like, you you probably heard every single joke that you can ever hear about religion. So I was thinking like, what other scope was there to talk about? And I kind of like the idea that these you're seeing like four characters who've got fat off the land, literally, where they're only living they're literally living on their own farm farm acres plot of land, and they're kind of going into town to kind of absorb what they can get, and everyone's kind of stealing from each other where it's like um the father is kind of doing a land grab or congregation grab of other churches the yeah. uh, the daughter is part of the donations team but she's secretly um siphoning off other funds and then you've got this other the eldest son who is basically living a rock and roll lifestyle but trying to hide under the pretense of being a family guy and he gets blackmailed very early on and that yeah to be fair um, that, that, the, the plot blackmail plot I mean that was just a one off night for him I don't think he is that much of a kind of rock star um, uh, preacher I uh, mean they, they had that one night with the prostitutes and the cocaine and and yeah. he didn't even have sex with any of the prostitutes he just no, did the no, cocaine exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like one-off, I think. I don't think he is, you know, he's more... Um, I don't know, if you, if you look at him, how he dresses compared to everyone else, he's the one carrying all of the bling, the gold jewellery, and the more okay, expensive okay. cars, if you think about it, in that, in that particular sense, you know? Yeah. Oh, but that's, yeah, pre- yeah. that's preachers, though, in America, I think, that they have to show that God's blessing them well. Yeah, but, um, but in the I, whole family, he's spending the most money, definitely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but what I was going to say is that um, obviously Stephen's drawn parallels with uh, Succession. And to be honest, I actually quite, f- I-, I found the characters in The Righteous Dems- Gemstones more likable than anything that I saw in Succession. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just that obviously the writing wasn't as strong in The Righteous no gemstones and that's because um i don't know um danny mcbride likes to have his hand on everything and yeah. maybe he could benefit from having a more diverse writing team but um yeah i, I quite like the characters and the righteous gemstones especially as they came together by the last episode so um yeah. but yeah there's definitely parallels to be drawn and i think it does speak to the facts that um danny mcbride grew up in a a church family himself so he saw yeah he did so he saw all of these trappings and um yeah i think a lot of this speaks to his childhood as well i mean i feel like a lot of the comedy is spoken in the voice of danny mcbride as well so it's like if you look at the comedy lines and the beats like everybody kind of delivers it as if it was a danny mcbride line from another film and i think that it keeps it tight and uniform, but I suppose it doesn't lend itself to any breakout characters. You know? oh, yeah. I, I, I like the brother, the brother, uh, the, uh, the and his and his friend. Friend <laughs> is that in inverted commas? His friend. <laughs> That's yeah. a creepy guy. I mean, I like the guy. I think he was probably a nice guy, but he creeped 
the fuck out of me. <laughs> Actually, one of my favourite episodes um, from uh, the Righteous Gemstones, if I can get back to it, is um, I think it was the episode where they had to call on the help of um, the young guy, the, the, the brother's friend, and he was um, being challenged. I think it's called uh, what was it? Wicked? Is it Wicked Lips? Wicked Lips. Or, yeah, I think it was the one where basically um, there's a there's a one of the righteous gemstone sons. He's kind of saved some kind of satanist rock star, and he's trying to stay on the straight and narrow. And you see him going about his day to day life, and they've kind of reeled him in because they've had to get some CCTV footage. But he ends up having to save some girl in the community he's got a bad boyfriend and he's coming up against all of his old friends and all of his old behaviors and i thought that was really clever the way they did that and it was quite funny where when they was breaking down her room to kind of get rid of all of the satanic influences and he kind of got <laughs> I, um i think it was a, a finger spinner or something like that because it spinner, was yeah yeah, fidget spinner that has reminded him of like Satan's wheel, and he ended up picking up um, uh, a prophylactic from the um, the uh, dustbin and uh, didn't realise what he'd done, and he was spilling it all over himself. So, yeah, that was comedy gold for me. <laughs> Do you think it was hard enough on religion? Oh, uh, did it even need to be that hard on religion? No, I think it was more about the mechanics of a church rather than who they believed and things like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't see it. I didn't see it as being hard on religion either. I just felt it's like you do have these kind of power chains of um, people who come in and just bulldoze people with these kind of mega churches. And in East London, there's been the threat of uh, like a mega mosque where it's not about the religion being Is that there. Not really it's like going up and one massive mosque that kind yeah. of structures the around same. the planet, zapping yeah. shit. Yeah, but it's, it's, the same, it's the same principle because if you look at the um, the characters, there is actually a good church that's, I think it's called Locust Grove, that already exists. And they're trying to, they've got a humble congregation. And I think um, the father character of the gemstones, he's trying to bully them to the point where I think he turns up at one of their um, their meet and greets at a garden party and he picks up a potato and throws it through one of their stained glass windows. You know? so I thought <laughs> That was quite intimidating, but the arsehole side of it was he threw down like, I think, $2,000 and walked away without apologising, which was a bit of a, if you want to compare it, that's like a succession moment, you know, for that character. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel like um, I, I thought there's a lot of stand-up moments in that. I liked when they tried to Danny McBride and his gang tried to go around and threaten and kidnap the head of the other church, and one of them got shot. <laughs> I thought that was that was quite funny. I liked how they um, they ran over the kidnappers. I like yeah. how Danny McBride always wears shirts like two sizes too tight for him, and, and like, he's got a massive gut and tight skinny jeans i think i love that i think there's so much things to like about this this tv show and i, I personally i can't wait for the second series if yeah. you haven't seen he's bounding down i recommend you watch that as well um that's very good um they've done a good thing as well with the, the prodigal son as well returning home and actually being the kind of the viper in the nest which is quite interesting because he's actually the nemesis now isn't he 
yeah, he's the one who was blackmailing him. Mm. Oh, but they they patched it they patched it up by the end. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're both doing charity work by the end, which is pretty cool, and hopefully they'll be able to mend that. Um, but yeah, I like I get what you're saying. Everything seemed to revolve around the Danny McBride um, storyline. There wasn't enough storylines in my in my book. Um, I would have liked to have seen more from the the daughter who never like she. There was one moment where she just wanted to get slapped by her dad just so she's included in yeah. what they're doing when they had that massive fight at the dinner table at the dinner table, which I thought was quite quite yeah. funny she said slap me daddy I was like oh good this is quite a provocative I think it was an interlude where she said where the where the um, the younger they go back in time and a younger version of this of uh, Danny McBride's character is getting told off and then she says something like um, oh keep telling him off daddy it makes my um, bird tinkle yeah and, he, and it's like <laughs> and, he, and the dad's like what do you mean a bird? Because, oh my God, don't talk like that in the, in the house. <laughs> yeah, so I would have liked to have seen the the, the daughter character a, yeah. a little more. and um, But I like that she had her own, um, mm. I guess... Uh, development story with the uncle, a little little baby Billy, Billy baby Billy. Like, I thought that was that, that was quite cool as well. Um, but, but yeah, I, I like yeah. What was that song called again? Um, ah, oh, what the one that him and the sister did? Well, hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and they had the little dance as well, didn't they? Yeah. That was really yeah. cool. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was brilliant. Um, do we have any timeline of when the next series? So obviously, for what has been? Is that the name of the song? The what song? Hey, misbehaving. Misbehaving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So, obviously, this had eight episodes. Was that too long or too short for some people? I I thought they could have probably squeezed out another two episodes, but... Yeah, I mean... uh, Nine episodes. Veep on HBO used to be ten episodes a season, so... Yeah. 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 I thought ten episodes was the norm. Yeah. I, I... I personally felt that the episodes, at least online, were perhaps slightly overrated because I think my expect because it on IMDb it's like consistently hitting eight point one or above out of ten, and I think I, I don't know. It feels like an acquired taste, you know. Uh, the, uh, uh, people, it's people that love Danny McBride is a bit of a cult. Following. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's found in doubt. I mean, people just love that, and so he'll get that sort of. Res- yeah, the 8.1s, like diehard fans who just yeah. love his stuff. Because he always plays the same guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, 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 you know what you're getting with him. Um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think, what, what so Trevor, you think um, there's some some uh, Disney uh, tamper in there, like where people are getting paid to give good yeah. reviews of episodes when it's I, not necessarily I, that. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that you've got a, probably a lot of Danny McBride TV series fans who want the show to do well. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm not sure if it's the best comedy. Like, I wouldn't put it up there with, like, Succession or Fleabag. But I, I do think... I do think it's exploring um, comedy on religion in the best way. Like, I don't think if you if you think about the religious based comedy, I mean, maybe Father Ted is up there. 
but I don't think it's been done at this level and this scale about um, like churches across the world. Father Ted is about the ridiculousness of religion, yeah. whereas this is more about the, the kind of hypocritical money-making, you know, actually going against everything that Jesus Christ stood for. Yeah, <laughs> it's the machine rather than... Yeah. This weird American capitalist Christianity, which makes yeah. little sense, yeah. you know. But, so they're all about different kind of things, different aspects of religions. Yeah, but it's it's very rare that you see a religious comedy like hitting top marks these days. I mean, there aren't that many. Rev, can Rev, Rev was pretty good. Yeah, I mean that, that's like once every ten years, though. Really, if you think it, if you add that to Father Ted. Well, the, also, the, uh, I guess for Americans, this is completely new because what other religious television shows or comedies have they had? Because yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how much Americans would have uh, would have been aware of Father Ted or Rev for that for, for that matter. Uh, so I think of um, American comedy vicars or something like Cam. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think sometimes Americans find it hard to laugh at themselves about religion as well, and I think in like a Trump era um, presidency, and uh, I don't think it would have been easy to have kind of come up with this comedy anywhere else. Well, yeah, you say that because the viewing figures are like actually quite dire. The US viewing figures, because obviously that, that country, even though their whole constitution is built on separating religion from state, um, is ultra religious and no, uh, president has been sworn in without being some type of fucking um, evangelical or whatever. But yeah, yeah, the few figures are like half a million like each I episode. Say, I want to say one thing about that because I noticed online um, this series is available on Amazon, it's available on Hulu, and it's available on like two or three other streaming services. So I think that might be dividing the, mar- the numbers or the statistics. You know, So they've got a split congregation when it comes to the, the church of watching it in one on one platform most uh, of most of the founding fathers of america were actually atheist or agnostic yeah exactly and it's just yeah, weird what that country has become now it's just so stupid yeah <laughs> um okay well uh, at, at, uh, so what's the verdict <laughs> do we do we give a verdict here is this what we do in i suppose we're recommending whether it's worth watching or not because it's two seasons now so that's one it's only one i think it got commissioned for a second season oh yeah it's commissioned for a second one but it hasn't out yet yeah Yeah. so we we don't know whether that will whether recording or filming has finished on that so we don't know when we'll get that yeah so so do you recommend somebody delve into it i mean what do we think i mean i would definitely tell somebody to watch it yeah i think you can dive into it i mean i'd probably say you know maybe start with Eastbound and down and just work your way through stuff because it yeah. is consistently good and um but yeah you can jump straight in if you want to yeah it's, it's yeah i won't i won't arrest you or hold yeah. you response it, it, it doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter to me how you do it to be honest <laughs> do it how you like. I'm, I'm 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 going to see um Stephen Stake, so that he said Eastbound and Down, and um, and then go into the Righteous Gemstones. I'm going to raise you. Um, watch, um, obviously, Tropic Thunder. Also, yeah. thirty minutes or less, 
And if yeah. you're really feeling, you know, a bit spicy, you can go back to the fit for fit. I mean, foot fist way. Fist way. Foot fist yeah. way. Yeah, that's a mouthful. The foot fist way, and then come to the righteous gemstones. Yes, that's what I will say. And we should, and we should shout out to Vice Principals as well. His yes. other TV. Absolutely. With, with Walter, Walter, what was his name? Bob, Walter Gobbins. Gob Boggins. Bob yeah, Gobbins. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. Danny McBride play rival vice principals. Yeah. Um, trying to get the principal's job. I want to say one thing. What do you guys think about uh, Danny McBride's horror movie kind of slant or, or branch? Because he's, um, I think he wrote Halloween and may have starred in it and he's done Halloween and apparently the series is going to go into the film is going to go into Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends and he was also in an installment of Alien called Alien Covenant wait so he did the reboot of Halloween he rebooted Halloween yeah because apparently it's supposed to be like a bit of a horror aficionado I like it I liked it I like yeah. the, the, the reboot of Halloween, that which which basically rectified that whole CD past and got rid of everything except for the 1978 film. So yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did co-write it. Mm. I mean, did, have you checked out any of his horror movies, so to speak, Stephen? Uh, all I've seen are his free TV series. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I, yeah, that that's it. Yeah, Stephen doesn't do cinema, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Stephen wants his comedians to do comedy and nothing else. Yeah. Danny McBride. That's what he's telling me. Okay, then. That's been us doing Righteous Gemstones. Um, we're geeks. Um, do you want to tell them the uh, platforms, Trevor? Which letter do you want to start with this time? Okay. time you start with C last time for some reason. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I will go from A to Z this time. I'll try and make it quick and painless. So um, the platforms that we are on include Acast, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Blueberry, Castbox FM, Castro, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Hub Hopper, Laughable, Listen Notes, Luminary, Overcast, Player FM, Pocket Casts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Podfever, Podknife, Podnews, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, the podcast app, and TuneIn. Bloody hell. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right then, goodbye everyone and have a nice, um, I can't remember what day it's going to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs>